Telling the stories of entrepreneurs and how they overcame the struggles and challenges to get where they are today. This is Believe in the Entrepreneur with Joel Sandoval, CPA. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Believe in the Entrepreneur. And I'm super excited because I have real estate investor, expert, Alex Moore in the house. Thanks for being on the show, Alex. Hey, what's up, Joe? Thanks, man. Thanks for the invite. That's a nice intro, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we just changed it. And um, it's like it's, it's a whole nother level right there. Yeah, there you go. I like it. <laughs> I like the energy. <laughs> for sure. So, um, Alex, you know, I, you know, I've kind of seen you around on social media and I'm sure other people like here locally in, uh, Kern County know you as well. But for those listeners that are not maybe from Kern County that want to get to know you, like, tell me a little bit about who Alex is. I know you're a big, you know, real estate investor. So tell me a little bit about how you became that your story. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. So, um, you know, born and raised in Bakersfield, California, you know, uh, uh, you know, went to elementary high school here and, you know, uh, we have a big family, you know, so. Uh, we, uh, you know, everyone, uh, you know, everyone pretty much went to college and including myself and, uh, that's pretty much kind of the head start, you know, going to college, uh, being the first to actually be, uh, go to university. Uh, I think I was the first, either me or my cousin, but anyways, oh, nice. I think I was being, the, ended up being the first, uh, graduating from, a from a Cal state, uh, system. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then, uh. You know, from there on, pretty much, um, you know, uh, took an internship uh, straight out of college and in, in, um, in the uh, investment world. You know, I was actually, my degree was in uh, finance, you know, uh, business, okay. and then with the concentration in finance. So I always had, I was always intrigued uh, by investments, um, uh, stock market, uh, retirements, that kind of stuff. Even, even account. I think at one point I, I was, I was, uh, my degree was in, under accounting and I changed really? it to finance. Yeah. Okay. So, um, that's kind of, you know, where, where I started really, mm-hmm. you know, the having an interest in that, in those subjects, um, kind of led me to where I'm at today. Uh, but I mean, um, you know, yeah. So I started at, at, a, at straight out of college. I had an internship at, a um, Smith Barney. Okay. At, uh, you know, brokerage. Uh, we were there for about eight months. Me and my buddy actually took the same internship with the same guy. Oh, nice. Um, and so, you know, uh, after so long, I decided, you know what, this is, I'm gonna go try something else. I don't know that I don't, I don't think I want to do this. So, um, you know, a- after some decision making, I decided to go into real estate. You know, I said, you know what, I want to do investments, but I want to do real estate investments. Mm. And that's how I would, how I got into real estate. That was I said, you know what? I, I can uh, I can talk to people. I can talk to investors, but now it's real estate versus retirements and uh, stock market stuff. You know, um, so you know that's that's pretty much how I got into the game. Um, you know, Eric. I think you you had him here before. Uh, my brother. Yeah. He was, uh, he was into real estate actually. I, I probably a year or two into it before I jumped into it. So uh, you know, we we had similar contacts and whatnot. So it was easy for me to transition into the real estate world. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, because the stock market is, I mean, even though they kind of have some similarities, mm-hmm. you know, real estate is still, you know, it's, it's a different industry. So, like, was it your brother who's like, hey, leave the stock market world and come to real estate? Or what What made you make that shift? Um, well, you know, at, at the time, it was it was 06 when I graduated from, 
from uh, Cal State Bakersfield. So, you know, the market was hot. Yeah. You know, right? Everyone, I think everyone knows about that time. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was heating up. It was hot. I said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do real estate. And, and you see all the folks going, doing real estate in Europe. Wow, they're doing really well. But uh, interestingly enough, I, I didn't know at what's, what part of the cycle the market was in, mm. you know? So I just went in there really uh, not knowing much about how to sell a house. I knew investments, but, you know, how to show a property. And, you know, all the, all the uh, laws about real estate and all that, I, I, that was all new to me. So, but it was, it, it's, it's a people uh, business. Right. So I, I, I told myself, you know, I'm going to be dealing probably with the same folks, mm. but just real estate, different asset. Gotcha. Um, so it was more of that. Um, Eric was doing it too. So like I said, it was easier for me to jump in. So then after that, um, actually, interestingly enough, actually, uh, the market crashed, right? Right. <laughs> The market crashed, and that was back in. Uh, see, I got licensed in 07 uh, as a real estate broker. I, I was never uh, a real estate agent. Normally, nowadays you have to be two years. You, you got to have like two years experience, I think, and as a real estate salesperson before you get a broker's license. Before um, you can just, as long as you have your uh, four year degree, uh, you just take some prerequisite classes, and you, you can just pass the real uh, the broker exam. Right, and boom, you're a real estate broker. Wow. So, <laughs> Um, I went for that right away. I got it. Um, then uh, pretty much, like I said, the market crashed. A lot of folks were leaving the business, and I was just learning the business. Right. So to me, it was no different. You know what I mean? It, I, I didn't know any better. <laughs> right. I didn't know uh, what was going on. And eventually, you know, you, you saw, I saw what was going on. Um, but, you know, I learned the investment world, actually, during the time was the best time to get into real estate as an investor. Right. Okay. So if you know, right, market crash, you buy at the bottom, right? Right. It, it was as bottom as you can get, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, uh, um, what I did is I ended up, you know, uh, opening up my, my own brokerage about about a year or two into the business. Okay. Uh, I was just a solo broker, just myself working out of my parents' house actually. Oh, wow. And then eventually, um, Got an office, you know, downtown in a small little unit, just like in this one we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, you know. And, um, you know, I started I started to follow investors. I, I started to see what was going on, what they were doing. And um, I remember vividly one particular client I was showing property. He was looking to buy a house for himself to move in. And we started seeing uh, uh, notices of default mm. on people's doors, you know. And we were like, well, what is that? Right. You know, there's a default. What? There's a trustee sell auction coming up. Like, what is that? You know? And so I just became curious. Actually, the buyer himself was curious. He was like, let's go check it out. This one's going to auction. Let's go check out the auction. Let's go to the auction and see what's going on over there. And really, that's how I got into real estate, into the investment world. Wow. You know, um, it really, I mean, that's what kind of where it started. Uh, but eventually started hanging out at the trustee auctions. Okay. Um, and, uh, that was here, uh, off of Truxton there, there's Truxty auctions, you know, in every County, uh, across the nation. Uh, but during that time when the market crashed, um, all of the foreclosures were being sold first at the trustee sell mar- uh, auction before they even came back as, you know, a real estate owned by the banks. Oh, really? Before REO, you know, you hear, you hear the term REO or bank owned properties. Right. Well, every single, pr- before any, any property, before any bank recovers their asset, it has to go through an auction first, the trustee auction. Gotcha. Okay. 
And so anyways, um, I started hanging out around there and I started, started seeing what was going on. I'm like, wow, these guys are buying up properties like crazy. Yeah. You know, we're like, you, you know, they're spending a million bucks a day. Wow. You know, buying property. And I was like, wow, they're, they're carrying that much cash and cashier's checks. Yeah. Like I want to be part of that. You know, I want some of that. So I got to know the guys are right there, you know, um, you know, we're, we're like-minded. We, we clicked. And eventually, uh, one of the folks that were there, um, uh, actually was a team out of Visalia. Um, seems like, it seemed like they had their team, you know, they got their stuff together. And I said, they actually were looking to grow their team. And I, I just happened to be there, you know, I was hanging out. I wasn't bidding. I didn't have money to bid. I was just trying to get to know who, who was who there. And I got to know, I got to know everybody there. Eventually I got to know everybody there. Um, and, uh, when the opportunity came up, I raised my hand. Hey, psh, dude, I'm right here. I'm a broker. How can I help you? <laughs> you yeah. Know? How can we work together? How, you know, what, how can we do business together? Eventually, um, it grew into a partnership. <laughs> we became partners. Uh, uh, we opened up a, a brokerage, uh, here downtown in Bakersfield. And, uh, uh, we, we, uh, built a brokerage around the trustee world, uh, tr trustee sale auctions. So it was, it was all based around our properties that we bought, purchased, uh, rehabbed and, and resold. Um, at that time, they were, like I said, they were growing their business. I think they were like in two or three counties. Like it was Visalia in Kern County, well, Tulare County and Kern County. Eventually, uh, when I joined, uh, joined their team, we expanded exponentially. Like, boom, we just blew up. We, we went to like eight different counties. Uh, excuse me. We went from, uh, we went from, um, we covered, you know, pretty much Southern to Central California. Okay. Uh, and also the Central Coast. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, I can, I can go all day about that, but that, that's how I started. That's how I got into the, into the investment world. With them, uh, man, I ran strong, probably, well, the trustee auctions ran strong probably for about a good uh, seven, eight years oh, of, wow. I mean, hundred percent of my business was trustee auction sales. So wow. I was, as a broker, I would list all the property. I would list, you know, they, um, after they fixed it, I would be the one to list the property. Uh, but besides that also, uh, I was actually, I would help them buy the property on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. That's all I did really. Um, I was not so much focused on showing property or listing or open houses. It was all purely investments, trustee auctions. Nice. So uh, that that was a pretty awesome experience, man. I tell For sure. That, I tell you that. Uh, you, a lot of folks hear about it, talk about it uh, during that time, and I was I was the one I was actually doing it. So it was a pretty cool experience, man. Nice. So yeah. so when the market dipped, you know, back in 07, 08, So you yeah. obviously saw that. Um, but did you capitalize on that opportunity, or were you still kind of too new to the game to capitalize on it? So um, I, I capitalized, but I capital. I would say I capitalized. With a lot of knowledge, man. Mm. Um, I didn't have money. Remember, I was straight out of college. Right. My, you know, I don't come from money, so I was like, "Wow, you know, how are they finding money? How? They, that's a lot of money. I mean, we're buying up millions of property and millions of uh, worth in, uh, you know, real estate a day. Right. Um, and so, uh, I I bought some property. I flipped some. Uh, it was probably I didn't do as much as I'm doing today on my own. I mean, the team alone. We did, shoot, <laughs> I think I have my profile over 1,500, but 
Wow. Really, probably ended up being over more like 2,500 properties that, that I mean, they're, they're still doing it today. Uh, but it was, it was, uh, we were doing volume, man. Very, very high volume. Gotcha. I mean, uh, at one point, um, I think we did like 300 in a year. Right. So we kind of, that was kind of like our average 250 to 300 properties per year. Wow. Uh, combined in all counties. So, um, kind of lost the question, man. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you said you capitalized. Well, I thought it was oh, key. Capitalized. You capitalized. Okay. Yeah. So, so going back to that question, sorry, man, I kind of lost right. Um, yeah. So I, I, as far as investment wise, I was not the one buying every day. I was there as a broker and advising them on what to buy. So I analyzed a lot of properties. Mm. My job was to analyze a, a trustee auction list that was coming up for sale the next day. Okay, so the knowledge that I acquired, uh, just sourcing all these deals, I'm talking about hundreds of deals a day. Wow. In all the counties combined, right? I, I sat behind a computer just like the one you have here with multiple screens in front of me. Yeah. And I had... Um, you know, five windows up with Excel sheets and we would just scrub the list down mm. and spot opportunities in, in different counties. Right. So I gained all that knowledge. I mean, I can, you know, you know, with all that experience today has really helped me identify investment opportunities. Right. You see what I mean? So um, as far as uh, capitalizing and profit wise and money, um, I didn't do much gotcha. during that time. I was still learning. I, I was building up really my reserves. <laughs> right. I was building them up my reserves. Uh, you know, I did, I did well for myself, well for myself, but, uh, you know, I didn't have the knowledge I do now with, uh, as far as, uh, um, raising capital. Gotcha. You know, raising cap. If, if, if I knew that before, then I'd be the one, you know, buying it for myself, not for the team. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I did today. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, in short, is uh, no, I did not during that market. I didn't. I probably did a few, maybe a handful. Mm. That's it. Uh, but not nothing compared to what I'm doing now. Yeah, for sure. And I think what's interesting is that you capitalize on knowledge, right? Yeah. And oh, that yeah. was like probably the biggest thing. But I would, I would imagine like putting myself in that shoes, and I would probably just try to consume as much information as mm -hmm. possible as well. But I, I feel like for someone that doesn't have experience, you know, in mm -hmm. the real estate investment, like it might seem almost overwhelming like you know you're looking at spreadsheets you were saying hundreds of properties a day but like how did you know what to look for like what is a good deal versus a bad deal yeah so um th that that's a skill you develop really uh, over time and and sourcing deals it just doesn't come overnight man i mean there are no brainers out there but you're you're gonna stop you know when when you have a ton of property um sitting in front of you how, how are you gonna dissect what's a good one or bad one right and so um, you know, usually what really helped is uh, we had a team, we had a large team that uh, would do a lot of diligence on these properties. So, you know, most of the time these trustee auctions were getting postponed or canceled. So they, they would cancel by bulks. So if you had a hundred properties going up for auction one day, they would dwindle down, dwindle down like to about 50 and 30 and 20, mm. just along by cancellations, postponements, um, or bankruptcy delays, whatever it is, there's a lot going on just for that auction going up. So by the time you're ready to get in your bid, there's probably maybe like 10 properties only. And after, after that, that you really set your eyes on, you know, uh, 10 versus a hundred. So, right. so, but even then, um, it, it's just a matter of, you got to train the eye. That's what I, I, I say that, that term a lot when I'm talking to other folks, you really got to train your eye to look for opportunity. Right. You got to look at it every day for, to be able to spot something really. Right. Otherwise you're just looking at addresses and you know, <laughs> right. Uh, 
you know, bunch of numbers. Right. But you, you really got to train your eye. And, and I think it's like, just like in everything else, um, in any, any other business or any other specialty or niche, you got to really build your, build your, uh, you know, train your eye. Right. Build your, um, you know, your, your experience. Uh, you got to, you got to put time into it, time and effort to be able to, you know, spot opportunities. For sure. Know? And, and th that's, you know, one, one of the edges I think I have compared to uh, other investors that are starting your, right. you know, here locally. Yeah. And I think training the eye, like for me, it just comes with experience, like you're mm -hmm. saying, because like for me, I see opportunity, not necessarily, obviously I'm not in the real estate investing world, um, but I find opportunity in a tax law. Like, oh man, you're overpaying in taxes. But that, you know, I'm training my eye to find that on a tax return, but it comes mm -hmm. from experience. And it's like, dude, yeah. you're overpaid in taxes by 20 grand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I mean, it's some of it you develop, right? You train your eye, and then it becomes a gut feeling. Then you kind of know, all right, you know, you're you're trained, you're groomed, you you know what you're doing, you know how to get in and out of things. So, and you and you just pick up, you know, you just spot you spot opportunities like that, man. Right. Um, you know, before nowadays it's not so much a spreadsheets like before. Now it's more networking. Uh, you know, the, the market has changed, so you're not going to find deals out there no more. Right. At least not at the volume you were before. Uh, we were before, but now um, it's more networking. So, but I see a spot opportunities when they come, you know, when they send them or send me a list, send me a deal. I rule it out in, in the, you know, in a minute or less, wow. you know, I, I, I'll say, no, you know, I don't want that. Or just because I, I have, like I said, that experience trained the eye to look for things. Um, and someone can spend a whole day looking at a deal and, still be undecided if it's a deal or not. You know? Right. <laughs> you just got it in one minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Now, one of the things you mentioned that I thought was key is that like you had a team, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, you were just starting out as a young kid, you know, just left the finance industry to get into real estate. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, what I, what I think happened is probably you, you started networking in mm -hmm. that, you know, by going to the trustee sales every day and then you built like relationships to build that. So, you know, I think that's a, you know, a, big part of it right because you put yourself or you built relationships with other people that are already doing this so like how did you build those relationships to make it easier for you um well you know during that time um it, it was very interesting because uh you know the relationships that i built at the trustee auction um actually they were pretty powerful uh because you know uh back then they it was like kind of like the good old boy club you know, that only hung around there, mm. you know, you can only buy so many properties <laughs> and, you know, these guys were there daily on a daily basis. So, um, I got to know them. I, I got to know who they were and, and how they do business and whatnot. And so, uh, you know, during that time, uh, everyone really states to themselves, you know, in, in those relationships, everyone's kind of like, all right, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you're kind of like everyone had their own, uh, it, it's separate business, you know, right. we didn't really, we had lunch, stuff like that, but we didn't really network much. We were just kind of like, all right, you know, <laughs> I got this deal. You got that deal. You know, right. like, kind of like at the same, at the same time we're competition. Really, right. so. so, but really, you know what, the, the, the relationships I built, um, it, aside from being at the auction was as a realtor, as a broker, um, out with all the property that I had listed, uh, during that time, I was number one listing agent in town for so long. And I didn't realize it. <laughs> mm. um, I didn't really keep track of 
you know, all the listings that, uh, you know, that, you know, that I was taking, I would just, you know, listening to properties, doing my job. Right. But during that time, um, you know, like I said, a lot of people, a lot of agents left the business. So, it, you know, during that time, there was a lot of uh, pretty much the more experienced agents that kind of could get through the market were, were the only ones there. Right. Uh, a lot of them built, a lot of them uh, listed uh, bank owned property, REO properties, right? Mm -hmm. uh, what separated me from them is that I was listing it's probably as much properties as they were for bank owns. I was listing for investors. Mm. So during that time, um, yeah, I had a lot of listings. So a lot of agents wanted to get my business. They wanted to join my team. They wanted to, lenders were coming left to right. Hey, I want to represent you. I want to be your lender, number one lender. Mm. So those relationships today is probably what I leverage the most mm. because, you know, those guys are still doing business today. Right. See, I want, we, we actually, um, you know, we, we became very good friends with some of the relationships, uh, during that time. Um, and today, you know, uh, we built a different brokerage around that as well. So we, you know, uh, we just leverage, um, you know, add value to each other, know how to know how to add value really. Right. That's key too. Um, but yeah, I mean, th those relationships have, have, have done uh, very well for us, you know, for, for myself. Right. Um, you know, I, I don't get as much involved, uh, in that, in the, uh, daily realtor life anymore. I'm more uh, on the investor side. So right. they're still there and I can, I can go back and reach out, reach, reach out to them for anything that I need. Um, that they're more than happy to help me, you know? So, and then, uh, the, the investor side, um, I kind of went off my own, man, after a while, um, after a while, actually, back in uh, 2015, I left that uh, investment firm mm. uh, to pursue another uh, opportunity, another partnership where I'm at now. Um, and so um, that relationship um, has just brought other opportunities, mm -hmm. you know. And so and to this point where they're now and I mean, it's, it's pretty awesome, man. I mean, the things we're doing now that we're getting in ourselves into now, it's right. pretty amazing. And we're just leveraging our contacts, knowing how to network better, how to add value, how to add value to yourself and not to yourself, how to add value to, to someone else, you know, to your, to your client right, or whatever it is that you're looking for, how to add value, how to position yourself to add value to that person. Right. Um, it's really how I leverage my relationships now. But uh, anyways. Yeah. So I think while well, you mentioned that, you know, you leverage. It's, to me, it's like you mentioned earlier, you had your broker's license, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't have to have that two years experience that you need now. Mm -hmm. And it's, and then you were just listing these properties. And then so you just started to attract business. Right. And then that, that kind of de developed into the relationships you have now. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it does, man. And so. You know, um, to this day, like I said, we have very strong relationship with those folks and, and we're, you know, we're very, very, uh, very grateful for that uh, on, on both sides. <laughs> you know, right now, I, you know, any, any lender wants to be my uh, in-house lender. <laughs> so, you know, we can leverage that. So, yeah, definitely, you know, there, there's just, there's a lot of ways you can leverage those relationships today. Right. Yeah, even, even more, you know, now that at night, now that I'm, you know, my mind here is kind of going around. Um uh, to this day now i i'm doing more a lot more networking mm. okay so i'm getting out of my comfort zone 
and I'm doing more networking. And I actually, um, folks that um, know my name or we know each other for being in the business, but never really hung out. Right. Or, or got to, uh, you know, uh, how would I say, uh, meet, meet ourselves, you know, meet, meet uh, outside of the realtor world. Right. Um, I, I kind of set up a different setting now, like a, a, like a real estate investment tribe is what I call it. Nice. <laughs> and so I, I use that also, I use that to leverage real estate uh, investor relationships. Nice. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it just gives me an edge to the other guy. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and I do it in hopes that we're going to do business sometime, sometime to, uh, together in the future, you know? So right. there's a lot of opportunities. Nice. Now, did you have like, you know, I'm not sure if like, you seem like a really, really smart guy, but did you learn this like all yourself just through trial and error? Or did you have a mentor that kind of taught you and guided you? Um, so, I mean, the mentors were in the time where my partners were, that I joined, mm. um, as, uh, as, you know, as part of the team, really, that's how I learned. I never got any formal training on how to flip a house, how to buy and rent a house. I never took any kind of course. I never really read a book on how to buy, rehab, rent, um, all these other uh, real estate strategies to buy and invest. Never read a book about it. I just wow taught my you know pretty much by doing it for for the other folks for the other investors that was working at that time. Uh, that's how I learned the real estate world, man. Nice. So I mean, again, you leverage relationships through a partnership mm-hmm. to basically gain the experience, the knowledge. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I was grateful just being in their office, being part of the team, like just like, oh shit, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm part of something bigger, you know, and and that was actually that was one of the things that caught my attention. Like, well, you know what, this, you can this here's my opportunity to make a, a name for myself, you right? Know? And so yeah, I, I leveraged that as much as I could. Nice. Now, did you gain that partnership because of your broker license, or what? What was it that they? What? How did you get that opportunity? Yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> It really, how do I get the opportunity by being there, showing up? Mm. And, and that's key, man, because in today's world, anything you want to do, you got to show up, man. And that was key for me. I was just hanging out. I, I got to know the folks. My friends knew some of the guys there. So, all right, you know, just kind of networking each other, hung around. They're like, hey, um, oh, we're growing our team. Oh, psh, right here. Mm. You know, I'm your guy. And so it was just like that, man. My, my broker license had nothing to do with it. Wow. It, it helped me because... Yeah, I, I can open up a brokerage now, you know. Right. But uh, the what I was doing at that time for them did, did not require a broker license. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was more the relationship, being there, capturing the opportunity, and taking advantage of the opportunity. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. I mean, I, I could have always got my license later. Right. If if, uh, if I didn't have it, you know. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense because I think, you know, it's who you hang out with, right? It's it's going to impact your thoughts, your process, your learning habits and stuff. And so you kind of, you know, you, you you knew that this was the, the opportunity to hang out with someone. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, w- one thing that came to mind right now is that during the time, a lot of, um, they were interviewing guys. It, I wasn't just like the only guy they, mm. you know, that uh, they interviewed that time. I went through an interview process through the partners and whatnot. And, uh, but, but what really stood out is uh, that a lot of the folks – that were interviewed and they told me this, they like, you know, we chose you Alex because you're not concerned about how much you're going to make. Mm. Everyone wanted to know what their hourly wage was or what their commission was. That right. was like, you know, if you're asking their questions, you're, you're the wrong guy. Right. 
So I, I guess I was asking the right questions. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was, you know, just being myself. I was just being myself. I uh, told my story, who I was, you know, how we grew up and whatnot. And we just connected like that. Really, it, it's, it's um, you know, just being yourself. And uh, we were, uh, you know, we had similar, you know, similarities in the way we were raised and, and whatnot. And they were like, you know what? We like you, dude. We, we want you to be part of our team. We want you to go. So it's like Alex, all the other guys were just worried about what their commission was going to be. Right. So, you know, that that's how I got the job. Nice. <laughs> and I think that's important because a lot of people, you know, they, they it's almost like, like you said, you got to provide value, right? So it's like, how can I provide value to you? And and it's interesting, like when you don't really think about the money is when you get the most money. Right. I mean, uh, at that time, excuse me, they, they asked me like, Alex, how much you want to make? And they're like, dude, I'm happy if I make 60,000 or 75,000, you know, and, First year, I made six digits. Nice. Being with them, I was like, wow, dude. <laughs> I was like, so grateful. Just, you know, and, and I was just, you know, and it just happened like that. You know, just being myself, I didn't have to impress no one or, or, or ask for a raise or anything like that. I was just performing, man. I was just doing my job, doing, and because I'm passionate about it. Right. So maybe that, that really helped, you know, being, being passionate about it and, and really uh, pouring myself into them and, and really being excited to come to work every day. Right. You know, showing up no matter what. Gotcha. Now, how did you find your calling? Because, you know, a lot of people, they have to, like, sometimes change either. Like, you mentioned you were in finance. You thought about accounting. And then, mm -hmm. you know, now you're in real estate as a real estate investor. So, like, how did you know this was for you? Um, you know, I guess you don't know. <laughs> you don't know until you try it. Right. You don't know really until you try it. Uh, um. You know, I, I knew it was real estate, um, you know, after, you know, it, it was, I, I guess, I don't know, it's kind of hard to say, but, you know, now, now, uh, probably in the last five years, kind of reinvented myself, man, and just became a lot more passionate about it, and I'm like, wow, dude, this is it. I mean, actually, there was a point in to where, like, I almost didn't want to do real estate anymore. Really? I, I was okay. So during this time, um, I was, um, you know, the trustee auctions were kind of dying out. Okay. There was not much inventory and I was like, wow, dude, what's next? You know, what am I going to do? What am I going to, you know, I was making six digits and now it's like, uh, you know, right. And I think it's not there. I get out there, started showing property and, and doing open houses and all that. And that wasn't really me. Mm. Um, I wasn't used to the traditional real estate world. It was more investments, auctions. Um, and so, uh, during the time, there was a time where I was like, man, dude, this is, you know, I, I, you know, I, I like to sell, I like to sell, I like real estate, but now it was like, man, I don't want to go show houses. Mm. <laughs> I was so used to being behind a desk for so long, for so many years, eight years to where like, you know what, oh, man, I don't know. And, and the thing was too, is, um, you know, um, during that time, let me see here. We were, you know, I was looking for change too. I was like, man, you know what? Traditional market is coming back. This trustee auction is dying out. And uh, you know what? I mean, let's let's try a traditional market. Let's let's go be an agent. Let's go be a realtor. Mm -hmm. And I got I jumped into that. That's really when I transitioned into my new partnership. But I left a part of me that I was I was passionate for. You know, I was passionate for a real estate investment world. Right. And I was not happy with myself. I was like, man, this is, I wasn't making the money I wanted to. 
I was like, I was kind of like going backwards, mm. like shit, dude, what's going on? And you know, mentally, I I put myself in a in a rut, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I don't I don't know if I want to do real estate anymore, man. This I'm burnt out of the all the trusty auctions. I'm like burnt out. Like I want to break, mm-hmm. you know, I want to get away for a little bit, but. Um, so anyways, I tried traditional real estate with being a realtor and I wasn't happy, man. I was not happy with real estate. Right. You know, I was like something I was so passionate for just totally completely turned around. I'm like, man, I'm, this is not me. And I I went through a real, uh, I went through a, I had to reinvent myself, man. I had to go back to investments Mm -hmm. to really get my passion back. You know, I was like, you know, during that time, actually I read a book that was called, um, or it's called, um, 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 what was it called? Um, uh, it, uh, something about my, my getting your mojo back. Okay. Something like that. It was like, if you lost your mojo, how to give back something mm. like that. And, and during that time I read it, I'm like, man, this makes a lot of sense. And so I, I decided that during that time that, you know what? I got to get back into the investment world. I got to go back. And surely I was like, man, you know what? This is it, dude. If I don't, effing go back now i don't know what i'm gonna do next like i i you know i gotta go back because like i said i left the part of me that was i was really passionate for real estate i I left there and i wasn't i wasn't being myself being a realtor was not being me Mm -hmm. i mean so i went back to the investment world and i i told my wife like you know what i'm gonna go in i don't care i don't give a shit (laughs) if i go bankrupt or not Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna do it and that's what i do now Nice. And I love it. I'm passionate about it. You know what I mean? So nice. I kind of had to go reinvent myself, get back in the game, in the investment world game. And um, yeah. That's, That's awesome. I love that story. Um, and I think that, you know, you mentioned the market has changed, right? So mm-hmm. when you reinvent yourself, like you're used to, like, you know, the, the trustee sales, like you, you said it lasted like good seven, eight years. Mm-hmm. And then it just died out. And so you had to go down the traditional route. So now the, with the market being different, now you're saying networking is a way to find opportunities, find deals. Yeah. You know, tell me about like how you've shifted now. Like how do you find a deal now? And now that trustee sales are not what they used to be. Yeah. So uh, that's a, that's a good question actually. Um, so, uh, you know, the, during, during the trustee auction, that was the hottest topic. You know, either you were doing bank owned properties or you're doing short sales or you're doing trustee auctions. And during that time, uh, when it was transition, when the market was transitioning, uh, there were uh, a lot of uh, what they call now, you may hear wholesalers, uh, real estate wholesale, right? Um, during that time, I was not aware of that, actually. I was not aware of that market. So I was so tuned in. It was like tunnel vision into the trustee auctions that I didn't know what else was going around mm. besides bank-owned properties, short sales. And then the market, the traditional market was coming up. But I did not know about wholesaling. Wholesaling um, is a term where, you know, pretty much you find property as an investor. Um, you find an owner that wants to sell property and uh, you go buy it from them, tie it down and sell the contract to another investor, right? And during that time, um, you know, you you would hear about these all these ballroom uh, events, summits that they would show you how to train, you know, how to, how to, they show you how to, uh, you know, buy, sell, rehab houses, right? I'm pretty sure you right. heard about them. Yeah. So I was like, man, what is that, man? I'm like, there's no money in flipping. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, that was not anymore. I was like, how are you going to find deals? You know, the, the, there's no other way to find deals other than the trustee auctions. And I, I, I guess during that time, 
um, I would say that even our team was not even focused on that. I think they were more focused on like, okay, you know, let's, let's downsize our company. It was so big. Let's start downsizing it versus like, you know, if I, if I was, if I was there before and I knew about, the, I mean, if, if I was still there and I knew about it uh, during the wholesale, I was like, dude, I'm doing wholesale now. Forget you guys. Or let's transition into wholesale, you know? And, and that was the thing. Eventually, uh, probably in about two, four, uh, 2014, 2015, wholesale became the thing, mm. you know? And uh, interestingly enough, I was, that's when I got out of the real estate investment world. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's when I transitioned to the traditional real estate market oh, wow. as, as a realtor. And I was like, oh, man. And, and I would hear all these advertising on how to flip a house, you know, come here, you know, we're going to do a seminar. And I'm like, dude, I don't need to go there, man. Like, I already know that. I've been there, done that. I've flipped over 2,000 properties. Like, where are they going to teach me? Right. You know? So, but like I said, and I never went to those events. Mm. But I started seeing, like, people flipping houses. I was like, oh, shit. There's something going on here. What What am I missing? And I said, I, I had a look into it i'm like okay i need to know what is this wholesale thing eventually uh it's you know wholesale has been around for decades uh but it didn't, it didn't you know became popular again i guess back when the market came back up and um so now i said you know what should have started a whole uh, wholesale division um should i go back as an investor like how do i go back into the investment world so what i did is uh pretty much i, I sat down man and and really Really, really um, started just adding, you know, uh, feeding my mind, man, feeding my mind with uh, being around investors, you know, feeding, uh, feeding my mind with uh, knowledge and what's going on in the market, kind of like in the investment world. How, how do I get back into uh, flipping houses, buying rentals, getting properties, uh, you know, off market discounted prices at discounted prices? And eventually um, I positioned myself as an investor, as a buyer in the market. So what I did is I, I leveraged the my story. I leveraged my experience that I got, you know, in the last uh, seven, eight years working uh, as an investor at the trustee auction. I got all that knowledge, pretty much said, you know what, this I have to leverage this to get back into the real estate, into the REI game. I have to leverage this. This is, this is my way into it. Like, I don't need to do, I don't need to know how to flip a house course. I don't need a, none of those trainings. I can call, I can cold call homeowners. I can do all that. I can do all that. But what make gives me an edge is my experience as a, as a, as a buyer in the market, as a cash buyer in the investment market. Right. Right. So, so I started just uh, identifying the wholesalers. I'm like, Hey, I'll be your buyer. I'll be a cash buyer. <laughs> um, I started identifying all the wholesalers in the market, Kern County. I said, you know what I'm going to do Kern County. I need to get out there, start networking with these guys, start meeting them. So I started going back to the trustee auction and they were still there, you know, because, you know, to this day, there's still auctions going on, but not, you know, you probably get one deal a month or two a month mm -hmm. um, or not even that actually. Um, but these guys started hanging out there because wholesalers are looking for buyers. They want a cash buyer. And I'm like, I'm that guy. I can be that guy for every wholesaler in town. Mm. And I just leveraged the heck out of it as much as I could. And eventually, yeah, deal started coming. I started, started creating deal flow. That was my, my goal. I'm going to meet everybody. Everyone's going to get to know who I am, and I'm going to create deal flow. And pretty much that's how I got back into the real estate investment world. Nice. You know, I started buying property from uh, wholesalers. Uh, also started, um, you know, started a small wholesale division 
where we were doing direct marketing to homeowners as well and buying a property. Uh, so, um, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's what we do now. Actually, we do a lot more now, but, uh, right. <laughs> that's how I got back into the investment world. That's cool. So you found the trend, right? Cause the, you see it now, like, you know, it's like we buy houses cash and right. stuff and, and, but you were so dialed in to this, you know, the trusty sale that yeah. you missed that opportunity. Yeah. I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm that guy. Like I'll buy your house cash, but a lot, a lot, a lot of these, uh, advertising you see out there are actually wholesalers. They don't have the cash. They, they're just, you know, want your number to call you when they do find a deal, they'll sell it to you. So I'm like, I need to know. So I started calling all these, I buy houses, cash signs. I started mm. calling them and I was, I was doing reverse marketing. Mm. <laughs> so I started this, I uh, just, you know, got a database, started reaching out to them and talk to them. So every time you get a cold caller or someone calling you about, Hey, we're buying a property in your neighborhood. You probably get those nowadays right? or a text or a voicemail. I call them back. Uh, <laughs> I call them back. I text them back and I'll tell them, Hey, I'm a cash. I'm, I'm the back cash, you know, a lot like that. But I, I just got to know them actually started having coffee meetups with them and get to know them, told them my story. Hey, this is who I am. Mm. And so leverage, leverage that, you know, leverage all that experience, um, uh, to meet everyone, you know, until this day we're, you know, I, I like it to the day, uh, till this day I do that. That's why I host uh, those REI meetups. <laughs> right. I don't know if you. Yeah, I've seen them. Seen those. So the REI meetups, uh, I was like, you know, I need to separate myself from all these other cash buyers. Like I need to get out there and do something different. And yeah, so just like anything, right? You want to stand out, would be top of mind. Well, you got to do a little bit more, man. Right. <laughs> so that's what I mean by networking, doing a lot more networking today, uh, building relationships, uh, you know, you know, the REI meetups is just one opportunity to meet another guy or another investor or even even folks that are other cash buyers like myself. We actually met up there for the first time and are starting to do business together. Nice. You know what I mean? So so that that's the difference uh, in today's market than before. Nice. Yeah, I'm sure there was other relationships going on too, but it was a lot easier just to walk up to the trusty auction and buy a deal than it is today. Right. Yeah. So today's more like networking and knowing who's who. Right. You know, and, and I think it's like that everywhere. Right. You know, all the time, really. Nice. But like I was so tuned in into trusty auction, I didn't know any better. Right. That was the thing. And I, I was, I was, I was what's, what was happening, you know? So, right. Yeah. That's cool. So, you I mean, you leverage your story, but you actually use reverse marketing, which is awesome. You were able to kind of like most people, like for me, I get those text messages and I'm like, I'm not in the business. So, you know, you ignore them. But you're like, hey, this is me. This is an opportunity. You yeah, know, I'm going to call that number back and leverage my experience, my story to get some deals. Right, right. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I got to I got to know a lot of folks like that, too. And and even the competition, I, I got to build a better relationship with them. And we're like I said, we're doing deals together. So, you know, nice. every, every, it's a win win for everyone. Right. You know, for sure. Now, one of the things you said earlier was like, if you had, you didn't know the skills of raising capital, but now yeah. if you had known those skills, you would have bought a lot of those properties back in 06, 07 or 08. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm assuming you have those skills as well. And you, not, so now you're able to buy, you know, buy houses pretty much unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. So raising capital, uh, I, I had, you know, I, I, uh, during the time I was, you know, I said reinventing myself. I, um, you know, one of the ways was, yeah, 
one of the one of the like, okay so with the experience that i have i'm like okay i i really ha i have some money but i know what i'm capable of doing and i'm getting a lot more cash than what i have or my friends have mm -hmm. or my family has so i said okay i know exactly what i need to do i need to go raise capital then i can capture all these opportunities all these deal flows that i'm getting right all these um deals that were they're texting me calling like hey got a deal got a deal. okay it's time i told myself i, I got to get out there in the investment world and start raising capital so i actually took training for that because it, you know it's now i was more like a banker you know like okay i gotta get my banker hat on and and which i love because that's actually what i'm passionate about and the whole real estate world I, i'm a banker right okay i'm a banker I'm not a flipper. I'm not, you know, so it was interesting. Let me see if I can put this, uh, articulate what I'm trying to say here. Um, in, in the, um, as an investor and, uh, trying to, trying to raise capital, I had to pretty much not be a realtor. <laughs> right. I don't know if I see, uh, actually I have a post on my Instagram where it says I'm not a realtor. Mm. And what I had to do is really actually uh, get in a different mindset. I had to raise capital now. And so I had to talk the talk. I had to get out there, put myself out there, and know how these capital raisers raise capital. How do they track capital? Mm -hmm. So I became, you know, the, it was a whole mindset shift, man. Huge mindset shift. Like, literally, I, I became a money magnet. Like, it's like the way you put things is like, the way you talk to yourself, what you feed your mind, all that was huge during that time because I'm like, damn, like this is not even real estate anymore. This is this is banking, right? Like I'm I'm getting out there in front of uh, folks with capital that don't know what to do with it. They're waiting for you to. They're just waiting to write you a check, right? And I didn't think that I didn't think like that at first. I was like, wow. Uh, I heard that from someone somewhere. I don't know what it was. I I started going to seminars and. Uh, capital raising seminars, investor seminars. I'm like, wow, this is a whole different world. This is like the investment side, like Smith Barney stuff. You know, I'm like, this is this is what I love to do. So I'm very passionate about that side of the investment world. I love real estate. I, you know, and I mean, it's that's the vehicle. But capital raising and being in, just like I, I'm very intrigued by, but the bank world, Wall Street. Um, you know, to this day, my buddy. You know, he, oh, you know, you know, Ishmael. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, you know, he's a, you know, IFA, not independent financial advisor. So that was like, that's kind of like me, but in the real estate side. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I, I had to go back and kind of put on my financial advisor hat. Right. And go raise capital. Nice. So that was, that was very fun. Actually, I loved it because I was like, this is so easy. <laughs> Once you got your mindset right, yeah. I was like, this is fun, man. I'm just hanging out and writing me checks. Right. I'm like, dude, um, it, it, it would just, yeah, I just started tracking capital. Yeah. You know, and I was like, okay, um, now what, what do I, what can I do with it? Oh, real estate. Okay. I know real estate. So right away, it just, it just connect. I just connected dots. You know, I just, it came natural, man. Right. And to, to this day, um, to this day, I still do a lot of, uh, I go to a lot of networking events for uh, raising capital and uh, creating funds and, uh, you know, stuff like that. That's kind of my, 
not my hobby. I guess you can say my hobby. My I'm passionate for. So right. I buy books about it. I read it on them. I have caught uh, podcasts uh, or I listen to podcasts. Uh, read books. Um, so I'm very intrigued by that that niche. Nice. Yeah. So question because you know when you were first starting out trustee world and then you know you were kind of like I don't need or even like when the wholesaling you didn't mm-hmm. really see education you're like oh, I don't really need it. You know, I just leverage your relationships. But now with yeah. raising capital, you're like, you actually got training. So why did you decide to educate yourself on this topic? Yeah, so it, it, it um, well, you know, coming from, uh, you know, like, like I said, I, I was raised, I didn't come from money. Uh, money was more like, a, how would I put this in words? Um, we didn't have the abundance mentality, mm. you know, and growing up, we we're like, oh, man. You know, you got to work for your money. You got to, which is nothing wrong, right? It's very ethical. Yeah. I mean, we did everything right, but we never saw money like, like as an abundance, like, oh, there's really, if you start getting into that world, there's so much money out there. We're just waiting for you to, for them to write you a check. Right you now. So, so once I started, like, once I caught that, it, it was just a whole mindset shift. It was mm. just like, you know, um, Sorry, man. I kind of lost it. Yeah. So I think, well, you're saying mindset, right? Oh, the mindset. Yeah. 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 So, so the whole mindset, I, I had to shift my mind, like I said, into like, you know, um, I, I had to really, um, what's the word here? I'm trying to put my thoughts together. I, I had to train my mind and myself as an authority in the market um, so that I can attract capital. Right. Okay. And, and I use that through my networking, the, the conversations I was having. You know, you don't go out there and say, hey, you have, you have capital? Let's do something. You know, it was more like I was being introduced as an investor. And uh, I, 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 you know, how, how do you pitch? How do you say something? How, I don't want to say wrong. You know, I, I want to come across as a professional. Right. Not like, hey, hey, dude, you got, let's go partner up on something. You know, not like that. It was more like, um, it was more like, you know, yeah, you know, what, what do you do? Oh, um, I, I do real estate. Oh, oh really? Okay. Well, well what's real estate? Cause you know, you say real estate, well, you makes you wonder like, well, like what, what in real estate, what in real estate. Okay. So I was like, well, you know what I do opportunistic real estate. Oh, that's intriguing. What, what is that? Tell me more about it. Oh, okay. Well, and that was, that was my hook. That mm. was one, that was one of them, you know? Mm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. And then, and then boom, it was just an opportunity. It was like all ears. They just opened up their ears to like, Oh yeah, tell me more about it. I want some of that. Right. And that's pretty much when my pitch came in. Hey, this is what it is. And then, and then after that, I just use my experience as leverage. It's like, okay, this is what I do, man. Nice. Boom. And, and then they would just know once, you know, once you get into that world, um, folks are actually looking to meet folks like myself to lend money to. So, so once I caught that, I was like, Oh shit, this is ching, you know, right. This is a way to start raising capital. So once, once you're out there and put yourself out there now, and you have the abundance mentality, you're like, wow, dude, now it's like people want to meet me to write me a check to go turn it, you know, turn it for them. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that was like, so that was like the best part of the whole, experience of, on raising capital <laughs> yeah yeah because after that it became so easy right yeah yeah that's huge because that i think huge uh, 
Yeah, I think for like especially like the Hispanic community, um, you know, we kind of grow up with these kind of scarcity mindsets um, that we're not going to have the capital to or we just don't know that there's so many so much opportunity out there. Right. Until we have like that mindset shift. It's like, wow. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's like, you know, you're growing your business now. Right. You're you're, you're growing. So you're like, dang, there's a lot of business out there, you know, like, yeah. Heck yeah, this is good. But when you first start, you're kind of like, ah, oh, you know what? <laughs> start doubting yourself. You know, it's like it's natural, right? But right. but uh, once you have that breakthrough, man, those impact moments, and you know how to take advantage of it, leverage it, man, it's huge. So you got to start with the mindset first, though. Otherwise, a lot of opportunities sitting right in front of you, and you wouldn't know any better. You don't know how to handle it. You don't know what to say. Right. So you have to get prepared for those moments. Right. And that's how, that's when I told myself that's when I started hanging out at uh, investor seminars, started hanging out with them. So, Hey, who are these folks? I want to identify them. I want to know where they hang out, what they talk, how they talk. Um, so it was pretty fun, man. So yeah, but, but going back at yeah, the scarcity mentality, if you do that, man, you're good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really got to, you have to really change your mindset. Uh, you know, even, even today, sometimes it's kind of challenging to see, like the opportunities are coming up and you're like, damn, dude, I got to go raise more capital. Right. I'm like, okay, I got time to put on my investor hat back on and get out there and start really going for the bigger, bigger, bigger money, you know? Right. And so it's fun, man. I enjoy it, man. I love that, man. Um, you know, and uh, I, to this day, I'll have conversations even with my buddies and their investors themselves. You know, they're professionals. They have a career, but they'll buy a flip or buy and rent. And they're like, Alex, man, you know, he's like, man, if, if I had so much money, I'd just quit my job and just, you know, do what you're doing. Cause you know, they're already doing it right time. But if I had so much money, it's as much, as much capital as you do. I just quit my job and take off. I'm like, dude, no. And he was like, oh yeah. And then the other thing was too, yeah, it's interesting conversation. Like, man, you know what? I even stopped looking for deals because I don't have the capital. Mm. And I'm like, he's like, dude, if I had the capital, um, you know, then I can go spend more time looking for deals. I said, no, you're doing it all wrong, dude. Right. That's, that's not the way you start. And this, if you're hearing this right now, guys, this is, this is key. I'm dropping a bomb right now. Okay. Money follows opportunity. Okay. With no opportunity, good luck finding right. money. You got to have opportunity first, then it'll find you. It'll, yep. you'll attract it. It'll come to you. So I told him, dude, no, you, you're, you're going, you're, you're, you're thinking wrong. Shift it. You have to shift that. So this is, I was like, this is a moment of impact right now. Start talking different. Start, don't say, well, if I would have, if I have money, then I'd go find deals. No, find the deal. The money will come for sure. To this day, I'll, I'll find deals where I don't have the capital for. And psh, before you know it, it's there. Yep. You know what I mean? So it, it's huge, man. So that, that's a, Big uh, tip right there, guys. Whoever's listening to this, um, that's probably the take, biggest takeaway from this. That, that's a bomb right there. That's a bomb because, you know, it, it, it's like, dude, just focus on the opportunity. Don't even worry about the money. Money will follow. Yeah. But this mentality. Yeah. Right. It'll come to you. And if you don't have it, well, you, you're doing something wrong. It, it'll come to you. Start hanging out with folks that are doing it. You find a deal, go talk to them. Yep. They'll be more than happy. Write your check. You got to build that relationship, right? right. You got to know who you are. 
Start showing up to the REI meetups that I'm hosting. Start showing up to the any other REI meetup, right? Any other, start connecting with these guys at another level. Don't, you know, if, 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 you're, if you don't come for money or you don't ha- know anyone that has money, start showing up. Show up. Just like the way I did 2007 at the trusty auction. I just showed up, bro. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. See, <laughs> it's, it's that easy. <laughs> for sure for sure brother i think that's you know whoever's listening that's a that's a key you know a key thing to to figure out because it's like dude you don't ha- you don't even have to worry about it you know as soon as you find as long as you find opportunities money will follow man it will man trust me you, you have to take that leap you have yep. to do it that's a, that's awesome so alex what are you excited about going forward like what what do you got in store you know in the next couple of years oh man uh there's a lot going on right now um uh, you know um um, 100% of my business right now is buy and rent, no, buy and flip and buy and rent. Okay. Um, I'm doing more buy and flip right now. I have quite a bit of projects last year. I was at the end of the year, I was at 47 projects. Wow. Um, 25 of those carried over into this year. And right now I'm already like at 29, 30. So nice. My goal is to buy one property a week right now. Nice. Okay. So, uh, that's, that's to flip. And or or rent. Uh, actually, I need to trying to rebuild my rental portfolio now, so I'm starting to hold. Okay. Uh, more of the opportunities that I buy. Majority of those in the last two three years, I probably flipped all of them. Actually. Wow. Until like recently, I said, you know what, I got to start holding some of these. Yeah. So I, uh, moving forward, um, I'm looking to, you know, uh, buy and rent more of those. Let's say for every t- for every five that I buy, I want to I want to keep as a rental. Nice. So, but you know, sometimes it doesn't come like that, right? <laughs> sometimes right. it's dry, sometimes it's not, and maybe you'll get all five at once, you know. So, but anyways, uh, uh th- that's you know, and so moving forward, um, you know, I'm I'm set up more as a real estate investment firm, okay. Mm-hmm. So now I'm looking about okay, how how am I gonna separate myself? How am I gonna grow? What's next? What's the vision, right? Um, there's a lot of opportunity right now that is coming across my desk, um, as a, in the commercial world, development world as well. Um, you know, as a real estate firm, real estate investment firm, we focus on different assets, asset types, you know, you focus commercial and then under commercial, there's office there's, you know, um, there's retail, there's industrial, um, there's land. There's restaurants. There's so much in the real estate and commercial world, right? Right. And then residential world, right, is, is you buy, rent, you buy, fix, and flip, or you do wholesale. Uh, and so now it's like, okay, I got to cover all bases. Now I'm becoming more diverse, not just buy, fix, and flip, buy, fix, and hold, but now uh, we're developing. I'm developing. Uh, now the whole commercial section right now, I'm doing multifam. Nice. Um, uh, multi-fam, single-fam homes, ADUs, um, and duplexes as well. Uh, we also have, um, you know, opportunities to do uh, industrial, uh, gas stations, restaurants, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I, I'm diversifying. You know, not just only residential. Um, you know, uh, what was what was the other thing? Um. So anyways, uh, sorry, I like kind of lost track, but, but yeah, it, it's more diversifying into bigger assets. Um, 
you know, there's a lot more opportunities. I mean, it, it's 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 amazing. It's actually I'm pretty excited where where things are going right now. Really nice. Um, you know, I, I can't say too much right now, but we have quite a bit of things going on right now. Quite a bit. I mean, just just to give you an idea, we have a, a right now um, in development world. We have five projects or we're planning. Uh, from conception to all the way to plan check right now we have a total of uh 44 units uh that are being planned out right now 17 we're going to be building probably this year nice uh or we're going to crack you know uh crack uh crack the nut (laughs) (laughs) and it'll be actually my first project so i'm excited for that that's why i'm excited because it's i'm getting into the development you know construction um and that that'll be a uh, multi-family project and then we have uh, other uh, duplexes around town and then single fam with ADUs. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into that world, you know. So nice. I'm, I'm already there. I'm already there. But now it's like, okay, now which project do you want to build first? Which one do you want to get, you know, hands-on first? That kind of stuff. And and as I'm there, again, guys, I'm just showing up, man. More opportunity comes up. I'm like, that's why I said I got to go get more capital. Right. <laughs> you start seeing... Uh, like I said, I don't want to see too much, but there's a lot going on. Nice. <laughs> You'll hear more about it maybe later this year, but uh, it's pretty exciting, man. I'm very excited about it. Um, uh, maybe, uh, you know, I'll create my uh, real estate fund. Nice. And that's another thing that I'm looking forward to. Um, so, you know, I'm going to be out there raising capital again, you know, for these opportunities. Yep. So we got to get back to learning again, man. So you never stop learning, man. Yeah. And that's what's exciting, you know, it, it feels like I'm starting real estate again in a way. Right. Kind of like uh, these opportunities coming up. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I this is cool. You know, I got my first deal. I got my first uh, development deal coming. Uh, I got I got to, you know, I'm like scrambling. Like, okay, where, what's next? <laughs> like, I'm there. Like, what can I do for you? You know, like that kind of stuff. I'm learning other from other mentors yep. um, that have been doing this all their life. So it's, it's pretty exciting to be next, next side, alongside with them and, and uh getting into other opportunities that's awesome man super excited for your projects and you know what you got going on i think you've you know you've blown up as a a real estate investor and i think if anyone's associated with you they're just lucky to be by your side like you said and Mm -hmm. um you know i have your your instagram handle here which is alex mora rei for uh real estate investment so if you want to meet up with alex hit him up on on ig Mm -hmm. um Alex, any final words you want to say before we, we head off? Um, you know, um, w- one, one thing right now, uh, I, I, use, I use my uh, social media to inspire folks. Okay, that's another mindset thing. I, I had to challenge myself to do push social media. And, and I had to, you got to hack the mind sometimes to be able to do things that you're uncomfortable doing. And so for social media, what I do is I inspire folks. That's my thing. I'm not trying to show off out there or, you know, whatever. My, my goal is to inspire. When I'm out there, I'm inspiring you. And at, at, at the end of the day, I end up inspiring myself. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get the reminders, you know, like, hey, a year ago, you were doing that, you know, like yeah. those, those reminders. And I'm like, oh, damn, this is more like for myself. And yeah. It's like coming around two years later, you're like, oh, shit, this is cool. You know what I was saying two years ago. And it keeps me going, man. So, so um, you know, just, you know, the guys are out there, man. Just show up, man. I, part, of the, part of my social media, too, is. Uh, two years ago, actually, I'm going to repost this. Uh, last week, I was going to uh, post a little, um, a little run up of uh, uh, of my last two years in the business as a real estate investor. Because two years ago, 
I told myself it was 2020, uh, you know, it was, it was COVID and all that and, and going on. And I told myself, uh, you know what, um, you know, I'm going to, for the next 10 years, I'm going to see what happens. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, show the world and I'm going to put it or, uh, show it on social media. I'm going to, I'm going to track my journey. That's what it is. I'm tracking my journey and I want others to benefit from them. If I can help you come, if I can, whatever it is, inspire you. Actually, I put in there, be inspired because that's, that's what I want to do for others. I get inspired when I go to these conferences talking about raising capital and shit. I just go just to go fly to the wall, you know, yep. hear them talk. I want to see what they're doing. That inspires me to do more. So, so, uh, to your, if you're listening right now, man, uh, get out there, go to the meetups, hang out with folks that want to, that, that are doing what you want to do, uh, man. And, and just enjoy the journey, man. Cause you'll be surprised where you'll be at in 10 years, in two years, in a year, but you got to start now, man. 100%. Show up today. 100%. That's awesome, Alex. Thank you for being on the show, man. It's been a pleasure. And I, you dropped a bunch of nuggets, dropped a bomb. So thank you for being on the show again. <laughs>